0: Two years ago, the Diamondbacks lost 110 games. One ten. This year, they finished only six games over 500. They lost their last four games of the season, finished 16 games out of first place in their division, and had a minus 15 run differential. They are heading to the World Series. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. I know, I know. When you hear a story like that, when you read about it, when you see it on TV, you think anything's possible. You think about what could happen with your team I'm not going there. I'm just not. I'm sorry. Because when I look at the Diamondbacks and what can only be categorized as a historic surge, because no team since 1914 had turned a 100 wins into a pennant within two years. And no team ever, repeat that, ever, ever, has won a pennant with a negative run differential. But looking at this Arizona team, what I see now is the same thing I saw when they came to PNC Park this past summer. And that is a team that had found pitching. A team that had formulated its own pitching. A team that came out of nowhere only because it had pitching come out of nowhere. They didn't go out and sign, you know, a bunch of big names to multi-mega-million-dollar contracts. Not on the mound, they didn't. They brought along their own starters. They built up a bullpen basically from scratch, which is how most bullpens are built. And they made it all sing. Sing. So, you go into a game seven, even against a lineup like the one Philadelphia has, and you're operating at an advantage. I'm sorry, the, the, the pitching is the cheat code. And if there's any franchise in Major League Baseball that should know that, it is Arizona. Because in 2001, they won a World Series on the strength of not a pitching staff, respectfully. But on two arms, Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling, they manipulated different ways to get them out there every other day. They fretted over having to use anybody else. But they had Schilling and they had the big unit and they got it done even against the mighty Yankees. They represented the advantage, just like Arizona's pitching represented the advantage last night didn't matter what the Phillies were going to do in a do-or-die game. And this is something that Pittsburgh should know pretty well. It's just going to come down to your pitching. It is. And the Diamondbacks got it done. The Diamondbacks now have a chance to win their second World Series championship. The Pirates, you know, man, I hate doing this. Because this is the part where you go, oh, no, not again. But I, I, I want to think that with Mitch Keller, Paul Skeens, Jared Jones, uh, maybe if you want to throw Johan Oviedo in there, Luis Ortiz, and whoever else it is that comes here that's acquired through free agency or trade, and I happen to believe still that trade is the more viable option toward that, Are you going to have that pitching staff? I like some of the bullpen. There's no way not to. You have, I think, the best closer in baseball in David Bednar. You have a guy who, when he's healthy, is one of the better setup men in baseball in Colin Holderman. The future looks very bright for Carmen Muginski. But bullpens, man, you never know, you know? And I, I see the common thread in Arizona as something that I don't have reason to believe in in Pittsburgh. And that's that the pitching would all come together. That everybody and everything would align like the stars for you to be able to have a run like the one that Diamondbacks are having. I'm not feeling that, are you? I'm not feeling that about the offense are you? I know that the talent pool is there. I know that there are a lot of very high draft picks. When you're looking at, you know, Henry Davis being a 1-1. When you're looking at O'Neal Cruz being a main guy coming out of the international free agency pool. Uh, these are talented individuals. Leo Piguero is a talented individual. There's a lot of that on this team. There's Termar Johnson still coming. Don't forget about him. But it does eventually, at some point, have to mature. It has to rise up to the next level. And you know what has to happen for that to happen? People have to get better. People have to get better. And anybody who supports the regime or coaching staff or whatever that's currently in place in Pittsburgh can never answer the question that I ask, which is who's gotten better. Don't give me a higher run total. Higher run totals can be acquired. You can go to the outside and bring in an Andrew McCutcheon and a Carlos Santana and a G-Man Choi and whatever else, and you can raise your run total. Tell me who's gotten better. And then we can start getting into Pirates and Diamondbacks, Phillies comparisons. When we come back, J1Q. And it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door. Your car. Your bike. Your computer. Your gun. today's J1Q comes from TB, who says, DK, instead of firing Andy Haynes, which I know you're a proponent of, why not instead hire a second hitting coach slash instructor who can work with individual hitters on their mechanics so they have more success on the pitches that they do attack in the zone? I'm going to try to help out the casual fan who might be listening to this show with what you're referencing there, TB, because it's a kind of intricate point there. Haynes's focus as a hitting coach, for better or worse, I happen to believe that it's for worse, is on pitch selection, on pitch recognition, on pitch reaction, and on the ability to make sure that you're going after the pitch you want to go after. However... What ends up happening with this hitting coach, almost invariably with his pupils, is that to the same point that you're further making there, they don't hit very well, okay? (laughs) They might become, you know, the Joey Votto level masters when it comes to whether or not they should swing, but they're not very good at the swinging part, And the players who are good at the swinging part come to Pittsburgh and then stop being good at the swinging part. Because Haynes' approach, his general one-size-fits-all, do not in any way, shape, or form cater to the player's specific talents, approach sucks that right out of them. So if you feel, as you seem to, I can't tell if you're in favor of the concept or you're just bringing it up, but if if you believe that a second coach can come in and work on uh, swing path, on setting their feet correctly, on how they hold their hands, and things that Haynes apparently isn't any good at at all, because if he was, you wouldn't have all of these players constantly, and I'm talking about a 100%, getting such advice from the outside, then yeah, go ahead and do that or have an assistant hitting coach who just specializes in that. Hitting is still referred to as hitting, even in modern baseball, where the walk is valued appropriately as much as it is. And you still have to be able to see ball, hit ball way more often than you have to see ball, let ball go by. And if the Pirates made a mistake in hiring this hitting coach, as I believe that they did at the time, said so at the time, because he had utterly failed in Milwaukee, had nearly derailed Christian Yelich's magnificent career, and now he gets sent a life preserver to come to Pittsburgh. Wow, great, awesome, thanks. If this was a mistake, and if Ben Charrington doesn't want to concede the mistake and very clearly he doesn't and there's ways to augment that you can do that you can do that it's a little bit more complicated than having one completely knowledgeable and respectable hitting coach but you can do that and yes i would very much be in favor of that look the pirates aren't going to go anywhere regardless of what they add this offseason with the level of instruction that they currently have. They have to get better at it. Maybe they're gonna make that effort, maybe. But so far, honestly, it just sounds like they're hunkering down. They don't feel like anything that they do is being done wrong. No matter what the statistics, no matter what the analysis, no matter what the actual hitting figures illustrate. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.